Remember this, nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. Following your convictions means you must be willing to face criticism from those who lack the same courage to do what is right. And they know what is right, but they don't have the courage or the guts or the stamina to take it and to do it. It's called the road less traveled. I know that each of you will be a warrior for the truth, will be a warrior for our country and for your family. I know that each of you will do what is right, not what is the easy way, and that you will be true to yourself and your country and your beliefs. One of the wisest statements ever said to me came to me from my papa. He told me, son, sometimes the truth hurts. And as painful as that was, it taught me a life lesson that I have never forgotten. We want to thank you for joining us on this weekly podcast where we delve into the news and the lives of God-fearing, liberty-loving American patriots. I'm your host, Tim Wagner, along with my lovely bride, Sherry, who is your co-host. Yes. Well, good evening. Well, good evening. Or good morning. Or good afternoon. Or whatever it is that... (laughs) Folks are listening to this. That's right. That's right. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Except for a broke down tractor today, but I'm doing good other than that. (laughs) It's always a broke down tractor. Well, it's, you know, you got to stay consistent in things. Oh, that's true. And that's what we have had had happen. Yes. (laughs) But, um, well, guess what today is? When we're recording this, it is September 12th. Yes, it is. Now, if we think back in history, mm-hmm. one of the, you hate to say the best thing that came from 9-11, but one of the things that was great was on the 12th of September, there was unity yeah. in this country. Absolutely. Unlike anything I had ever seen in my patriotism. entire life. There was patriotism. Yes, there was. And it didn't matter if you were Democrat, didn't matter if you were Republican, didn't matter if you were independent. There, mm-hmm. At that point, there was one common good. And one common thing, and that was to get the people That's right. that perished, which we didn't know how many had mm-hmm. at that point, but to get in there, find any that were possibly alive, right, and bring them out to safety. That's right. So we were unified in that time. We were. And that was, uh, as tragic as 9-11 was, that was one of the things that, as I look back, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. there's comfort right. for me in the 12th of September mm-hmm. with as tragic, as tragic as the 11th was. Yeah. And I can remember like it was yesterday. I remember where I was at. I remember exactly what I was doing. And, um, yeah, it's the same with me. I, I, uh, I remember very vividly mm-hmm. <laughs> the events and, uh, yep. what led up to it. Yeah, it was uh, it was something. Yes, it was. It but was. before we go any further, we always bring God's word in. That's right. To the podcast. That's right. And you went in prayer this morning. Actually, a couple of days ago. Well, a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and found a verse. So why don't you share that with us? Okay. 
Um, it's going to be from Psalms 121, verse 1 through 8. And this is about God protects us. It's a song of the stairway. I look up to the mountains and the hills longing for God's help. But then I realize that our true help and protection is only from the Lord, our creator who made the heavens and earth. He will guard and guide me, never letting me stumble or fall. God is my keeper. He will never forget nor ignore me. He will never slumber nor sleep. He is the guardian God for his people, Israel. Yahweh himself will watch over you. He's always at your side to shelter you safely in the in his presence. He's protecting you from all danger, both day and night. He will keep you from every form of evil or calamity as he continuously watches over you. You will be guarded by God himself. You will be safe when you leave your home and safely you will return. He will protect you now and he will protect you forevermore. Very good. It is, you know, and God alone is the refuge of the distressed. Mm-hmm. And when your world is, you know, turns dark and your journey turns rugged. That's where that saying of where peace that passes all mm-hmm. understanding comes right. from. It comes from the Lord right. during those times. You know, where do you turn from help? You know, you turn to God. You know, and to me, this verse encourages us in such times. It reminds us where our help comes from and infuses us with the confidence you know, that my help comes from the Lord. Yep. So, yeah. And that's where that peace comes from. That's, that's right. how you obtain that peace. That's right. <coughs> that is right. Well, I... Uh, a lot's happened. Yeah, a lot has <laughs> happened. And then on top of all that, I still have this post-COVID cough um, from when I had COVID for mm-hmm. the entire month of August, it seemed like. No, it was. was. Yeah, well, the effects of it. But, but the only thing I still currently have is this cough. So... Right. Once again, third podcast in a row, I'm going to apologize ahead of time. If I start coughing, you will probably hear my wife take over or we'll edit out the yeah. 25 minutes of coughing. Yeah, but every time I have to take over, I look, I get caught like a deer in headlights. Yeah. Well, and I'm kind of like, what? What? Really? Oh, no. <laughs> what am I going to say? <clears throat> but one of the things I wanted to do, I, you know, on uh, September 11, 2001, mm-hmm. at 8.45 a.m., on a beautiful, clear Tuesday morning, that's when American Airlines uh, Boeing 767, loaded with 20,000 gallons of fuel, crashed into the North Tower. Um, the, the impact, you know, it left a huge burning hole and it hit right between the 80th, well, between the 80th and 110th uh, floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, instantly killed a lot of people and it instantly trapped hundreds more oh, up I- above that. Yes. Um, you know, so, and then, tragically enough, and I, the first tower for me, I did not see it hit. Uh, I was going to work. That's when I was a maintenance test pilot in the military. I was going to work, and I was in my truck, and I was listening to Bob and Tom on uh, the radio. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I can't remember which one, but they said, oh, wait a minute. Hey, guys, stop stop the joking. We just had a yeah big airplane crash into the World Trade Center. That was the first thing. So when I was on my way to work, I went up to the captain's office and they had the TV on up there and I walked in just in time to see the second aircraft, which was a Boeing 767. It was United Airlines uh, flight number 175 
and it about 18 minutes later it crashed into the south tower mm-hmm. you know and just and it, it it left a huge hole and it hit uh right at the 60th floor and it was loaded didn't have as much fuel as american airlines but it wasn't far from it yeah. and so you know it's a uh, tragic it is and then at approximately 945 um that's when they had another boeing 757 uh that flew into the pentagon and or i'm sorry it, yeah it flew into the pentagon mm-hmm. uh, and that was flight number 77 but it circled multiple times in downtown washington before it, it crashed into the pentagon at 945 um you know it my former commander from my previous unit had just moved his family up to Washington and he was, um, was there at the Pentagon when that happened. Just very, very tragic. But a lot of people think that, you know, that was the, the end all be all. Well, this whole thing started at about five forty five AM. Um, you had, <coughs> excuse me, that's when the hijackers passed through the security screening at Portland, Maine. And at uh, 7.59, Flight 11, American Airlines, uh, it took off from Boston. At 8.15, Flight 175 takes off. At 8.19, Flight 11 crew members contact ground personnel and says that they think that they're being hijacked. At 8.20... Flight 77 takes off, which is the American Airlines flight. It is going to be en route to Los Angeles, so mm-hmm. lots of fuel. Um, 824, Flight 11 hijackers transmit a message. At 830, the World Trade Center starts to come to life. People start showing up. Yeah. 837, Boston Air Traffic Control alerts the military. At 8.42, Flight 93 takes off. At 8.46, the North Tower uh, attack happens. So there was, you know, there was a a lot of time between, Mm -hmm. you know, even though they say, you know, 8.45, 8.46, that's when the tower was hit. But it all started at 5.45 in the morning. Uh, At 8.50, the U.S. president was uh, notified uh, 855 South Tower uh, was declared secure. This was before it was hit. Uh, 859 uh, orders to evacuate the Twin Towers, so to get the get the folks out. At nine o'clock uh, on flight 175, that's when uh, the one gentleman uh, contacted his wife and left a, a message uh, with her, and it's. Yeah. You know, and on flight 93 and Todd Beamer, he's the one that I think basically saved that plane from going into the White House. He's the one that said, yeah, he let's was the, roll. He was the one that, that took, yeah. basically took command and yeah. like, all right. And they got a group of men together. Yeah. And he said, let's roll. On uh, flight 175, that's it, when... The gentleman by the name of Brian, he said, this is Brian. Listen, I'm on an airplane that's been hijacked. Uh, and then his wife ended up calling back, said, Brian, sweetie, uh, uh, listen. Uh, and Brian said, listen, I'm on an airplane that's been hijacked. If things don't go well, 
and it's not looking good. I just want you to know I absolutely love you. I want you to know uh, I, I want you to do good. Go have good times. Say to my parents and everybody, and I just totally love you. Yeah. And that was the message that he left to his wife. Yeah. So, you know, it was, and a lot of people, you know, there've been fruitcakes that come out said, Oh, it wasn't real. It was this, it was that. Well, you had real people that died on this day. <clears throat> and it, that is just one of the stories of just one individual. Mm-hmm. Um, at 9.02, the evacuation order was broadcasted in the South Tower. Uh, 9.03, the South Tower attack happened. At 9.03, also increasing response from the uh, fire department police. 9.05, uh, the president, of course, like I said, he had been, was further notified about mm-hmm. the new attack. At 9.12, uh, on board flight uh, 77, uh, that's when the flight attendant, uh, Renee, uh, called her mother and told her about, hey, mm-hmm. we're being hijacked. Um, 9.30, the mayor's office and emergency management, uh, they were evacuated. Vice president at that time was evacuated out at 9.36. At 9.37, it's when the Pentagon got attacked. 9.42, the Federal Aviation Administration grounds all flights. That's when everything went. They're like, you found a place to land right now. Silent. But there, there, was a, there was a lot of things. And then like at 9.58 from Flight 93, um, that's when 911 calls from Flight 93. Mm-hmm. There was 37 telephone calls are known to have been made from the hijack Flight 93. Mm-hmm. But it was amazing. Because of the altitude that these phone calls were able to be made, mm-hmm. but but they were yeah. <clears throat> At nine fifty nine, the South Tower collapses. That's when chaos happened. That's when the fire a lot of firefighters and police officers lost their life. At ten o three, flight ninety three. Uh, that's when it crashed into the field, uh, and that's where the gentleman mm-hmm. that you talked about had. Uh, basically said, this isn't happening. We're either going to take control of the aircraft or we're going to die where no one else is going to be killed. And that is a true patriot. Mm -hmm. It is. 1028, the North Tower collapses. 1102, uh, New York City Mayor uh, orders evacuation of Lower Manhattan. At 1216, the U.S. airspace is completely closed. All aircraft are on the ground. at 12.30, a group of 14 survivors located in the ruins of the North Tower stairwell came out, and there is there is interviews that were done with those men, and it is amazing how mm-hmm. those men survived and how, quite oh, honestly, know. God had his hand in it for them to live. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. But, it, you know, that the whole day was just tragic beyond belief. It, oh, it was. It and, was. And that's what made... September 12th, mm-hmm. because of how tragic it was on the 11th. That's what made September 12th really special because you saw a unity in America that right. I, it makes me wonder, will we ever see that again? I don't know. I I don't know. But at 520, uh, the collapse of uh, World Trade Center building uh, number seven went down. Mm-hmm. And that's still... That that one still baffles me to this day. Uh, 
because there's never been a building that modern structure mm -hmm. that collapsed, wasn't hit by anything, wasn't, it was just on fire. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. But at uh, 1030 rescue workers uh, that evening, they located a trapped uh, uh, police officer. And I believe he was the last survivor that was pulled from the rubble. Mm. So that day was a long day. That was a day that was very tragic. Um, that was unlike anything that I have ever witnessed oh, same in here. my life. And I'll Me be honest, too. I don't ever want to witness it again. No, absolutely not. Um, and then one of the things, another thing that uh, <coughs> here on our podcast and on the weekly text that we put out, um, we have a new sponsor. Yeah. And I want to bring them in with this 9-11 because they have done an anniversary uh, edition of their coffee. Mm -hmm. They're doing it's a 9-1-1, uh, 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 20th anniversary. It's a fundraiser, and it's for the National Firefighter Association and people that were, you know, the first responders that were mm -hmm. there. But um, I talked with the uh, owner of the company uh, by text on... Uh, Wasn't it yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. On Saturday mm -hmm. uh, morning, and he said that he said, "Man, it has just exploded." He said, "We have had orders, unbelievably." Good. And he he said he had been roasting coffee until midnight. Oh, that's just so, awesome! I know he was exhausted, but that's oh, awesome. Yeah, but that's fantastic because they're right. going to raise a lot of money. The mm -hmm. money's going to go to a good cause. That's right. But Minuteman Coffee is who is sponsoring this podcast mm -hmm. and sponsoring our text message and. I cannot say enough good things about them. You know, I've been drinking the Minuteman coffee for a while. Yeah. And one of the things that, and we did it this morning, one of the things I like to get the coffee, when it's nice outside, we go sit on the front porch, watch the sun come up. We do. The chicken coop open and watch the chickens <laughs> I know. come stumbling out of the chicken coop. But just enjoy our mm -hmm. farm and, and enjoy each other. And I love having a good cup of coffee. And oh my goodness. Their coffee is unbelievable. Whether it's the Don't Tread on Me, the Betsy Ross, the American Patriot, or the Come and Take It, mm -hmm. their coffee is phenomenal. They've got from the uh, light roast all the way to the dark roast to a deep dark roast, which is the one that I, yeah. I kind of like that one. It, I like the two dark roasts that they have, the Don't Tread on Me and the Come and Take It. Yeah. They're just it's phenomenal coffee. But one of the things that was just fantastic about this is they have actually given us a coupon code mm -hmm. of fifteen percent. So if you contact Minuteman Coffee, go to their website, and it's minutemancoffee.com. You can order your coffee. It'll be freshly roasted mm -hmm. and delivered to you. Now you can get it in whole bean. You can get it already ground up, or they even have the little pods right. for like the. Um, Oh, the, uh, the Keurig. K-Cups. Yeah, the K-Cups. So whatever you want, they've got it. But what's special about them also, too, they're veterans, they correct? Are, yeah, they're veteran-owned, yeah. and they're American patriots. And, you know, it says something about a coffee company, mm -hmm. or it says something about any company, when they said, we are unapologetically patriotic. That's right. And, it, you know, they will, as they say, 
We will never fund any operation, donate to any cause or any group that seeks to disarm the American people, destroy our Constitution or the Bill of Rights. I mean, that's on their Web page. Yeah. You know, unlike awesome. unlike that other coffee company, yeah. you know, that tries to that's say, right. oh, we're patriotic. They're not They're because not. they proved that with the ordeal with Kyle Rittenhouse. Yes, they did. But that's awesome. Minutemen Coffee. I cannot recommend them enough. There's a 15% coupon code. You'll put that in the box uh, for the coupon code at the at, right at checkout, mm-hmm. and you'll get 15% off. Awesome. Yeah. But the coupon code that you'll put in is Truth Hurts. Fantastic. Pretty self explanatory. <laughs> That's right. But Truth Hurts. <laughs> and so good. it's a capital T and a capital H, but Truth Hurts. Good. Good, good. Outstanding. But I would highly recommend. Everybody, take a chance, or not a chance, but take time and order it and see what you think about it, because I promise you will like it. And you can sit on the front porch or the back porch or on the deck or driving in your truck or at times like I do, fly the helicopter and enjoy a good cup of coffee. So... Sounds There's good. There's that. Good. And we'll be back here in just a couple of minutes. Absolutely. We're going to take a short break and hear from our other sponsor, which is Timeless Fence. Hello. Good morning. Yes, this is 911 Dispatch. We have a report of cows being out along the Linton Road area. A driver said the cows were just walking right through the old rusty fence. Oh, really? On an early Sunday morning, the cows are out. Great. Okay, thank you. Don't allow your investment to walk freely off the farm and possibly become a large financial liability for you and your family. From cattle and horses, goats and sheep, to as wild as a buffalo, Timeless fencing system is strong yet flexible. The fence posts are the insulators, so no need to worry about broken insulators or the posts rounding out the electric fence. Each post is pre-drilled every three inches for either high tensile wire, electric fence wire, or poly wire. Every post is protected with a UV coating over the rigid PVC core, which is made from 100% recycled materials. The lasting beauty of this fence, along with a 20-year warranty, will make you proud having it along your property. For more information about Timeless Fencing Systems, call us at 270-836-1612 or look us up on the web at www.timelessfencesystems.com. States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Destiny calling, calling out my name. 
All right. Welcome back. One of the things that we like to do, mm-hmm. not only bringing in God's word, but we also like to tell about the times that the Second Amendment has been used okay. for what it was intended for. And that is provide protection mm-hmm. for individuals and for property and basically to keep our government in check. <laughs> that part hasn't yes. been done as of yet. But we'll see what happens as the future unfolds. But here we go. We've got a lady in Texas. A Houston woman was at home in the early morning when one of her family members, and this is this is just bad all the way around, when one of her family members appeared high on drugs, came in and incited an argument, slapped her, and then started beating her. Mm. She noticed a gun in the in the family member's pocket. And so she pulled her gun, and when she pulled him, she shot him in the torso. Was not a life-threatening injury, but it stopped the attack, so that was good. Yeah. Uh, the individual was then picked up by the ambulance, of course, was arrested, mm-hmm. uh, taken to the hospital, going to recover. Uh, but the uh, homeowner, the lady, mm-hmm. is not going to be charged with anything. Uh, they, As the uh, police said uh, the county prosecutor declined to prose- for prosecution of the woman because she had defended herself. Well, yeah, so, definitely. And then we have one about a uh, Florida man defends against a armed invader. Uh, he was awakened at about 4 a.m. in the morning to find two people trying to break into his home. Uh, he fired on one of them, hit one, wounded him, causing them both to flee in the car, uh, which they then crashed into a telephone pole. <laughs> <laughs> and get shot, and then you hit a telephone pole. This is not your day. They should have stayed in bed. Uh, another vehicle came and picked them up, and that took the person that was shot to the hospital, where they were arrested. Well, unfortunate. Another in this aspect. Of course, the gentleman lived. He didn't mm-hmm. die, which that's a good thing. But it was the man's homeowner's granddaughter oh, no. that had basically facilitated this whole thing and planned it out. Wow, my gosh. So there ended up being six individuals that were arrested. Oh, my. And so, I mean, you know, that's a lot of a lot of trust. But this gentleman wow. used the weapon, and he was not charged mm-hmm. because he was defending himself. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's good in that aspect. Um, right. It's bad family-wise because, I mean. Well, yeah, definitely. It's just not. No, that's. Yeah, that's not just, good. That's terrible. That's the terrible. Um, and then I have one other one, and this one just makes me go ouch. A Texas self defense armed robber, but this is also a good thing because if you know, um, Governor Abbott mm-hmm. had signed into the bill that on September first, uh, the Lone Star State this went into effect of where you didn't have to have a quote unquote carry permit in order to be able to carry a weapon concealed. Right. That saved this man's life uh an armed robber uh, was shot in the face oh yeah he got a good one when uh, the victim uh, pulled out his own gun and this armed robber came in and was going to rob this store that this gentleman had gone into mm-hmm. uh and then was going to rob him also and <laughs> he was like no not today yeah not today this is going to be a bad day for you 
but the victim pulled out his own gun and shot the fellow in the face. Wow. And this happened just days after the Texas law went into effect, allowing residents to carry handguns without a permit. Um, so, hmm. and the police said that they, uh, they were not going to prosecute because it's very evident this man was defending himself. And so that's just a very yeah. good thing. Uh, the gentleman was taken, or I say gentleman, the crook was taken to the hospital uh, with life-threatening injuries. And the police said, as of right now, he is alive and is breathing. Really? But that's about all we'll say. So I don't know. He he may be, Oh. you know. Oh, wow. Maybe. Yeah, oh, Wow. <laughs> can't get right anymore you know, yeah. it's possible mm. but after the whole incident greg abbott uh governor greg abbott actually commented he said i signed a constitutional carry bill into law this summer allowing texans to carry handguns in public without going through training or obtaining permits you could say that i signed into law today some of the laws that protect gun rights abbott said that is true but signing uh but the bill signing in june but today i signed a document that instilled freedom in the lone star state the law went into effect september 1st and that is the absolute yeah. truth yeah he signed a document that instilled freedom in the lone star state by doing that because yeah. it's it's our god-given right to be able to it defend ourselves and don't you think he probably knows there's stuff that's just it's going to get worse before yeah. it gets better and there's more stuff to come mm-hmm it's going to turn into like bad stuff. <laughs> bad stuff. <laughs> walking, not Walking Dead. Oh my gosh, can't think of it. Never mind. Move well, on. It could be Walking Dead. <laughs> I guess. You never know. Oh, the bad guys could yeah. start being the uh, the crazy ones. They already are. But now you have some uh, rather I, interesting. I do articles. I do. I have quite a few, so I'm just going to have to. And there's just there's a lot to really report on if you really want to stop down and you know go through everything, mm-hmm. but. We have to kind of pick and choose. But now you've got the one with the college, and that's a really good one. And we've we have the soundbite of those. Yes, this I mean this should really irritate a lot of people. And and this this falls right it, in yeah. with nine eleven, and we kind of want to have this at the beginning of the show because we did do the the thing on nine eleven. We'll say something on that, but it's it's amazing how these. Oh, I know. <sighs> woke individuals i don't I, even know if you I, can call them woke i don't know I, it brain dead you know and, and not now when we were in school yeah you're gonna say things that aren't exactly <laughs> noteworthy correct uh, later on in life correct correct but this just shows how history is not being taught no and how parents are not teaching their kids about history. Oh, they're not staying this on is, top of what's yeah, going and, on. And this is this is an absolute failure of the public school system. It is. So there's a story that the leftist college students' nine one one history lesson shouldn't mention terror attacks, roots in Islam. Instead, teachers should focus on America's faults. This came out of uh, University of Florida, and they did the um, a cap uh, campus reform interview, and they asked, you know, these the students about, you know, what they thought about September the 11th and should it be taught in the classroom. And then we've got the... Right. And in short, don't focus on who carried out the carnage and criticize Americans instead. That's what they said. So So, let's let's hear these... Yeah. These little snowflakes talk. 
talking about 9-11, what do you think we should avoid? I think we should like avoid a lot of more gruesome facts. Avoid talking about its roots in Islam because that that was a like a extremist group. Um, I think that um, the 9-11 attack should be taught in a way that doesn't really target like more like who did it, but like more like how we can like, like move like, forward like, and like different like healing like, you know, processes that we can go through like to you're an like, idiot? make everything like, you know, good again. Mm. So you don't think it's important to know who is responsible? I do think it's important to know who is responsible, but I also think it should be noted that like their religion is not the only thing. Avoiding kind of placing Rainbows. blame because when you get to the more like specific factors that were at play you know it kind of opens the opportunity for things like islamophobia and ideas of american exceptionalism okay now that that is the uh, the american exceptionalism and talking about islam okay that's two individuals right Uh, there and uh i'm just going to pick on just those two little statements those two statements clearly show Mm -hmm. one you want to okay there are muslims that are not extremist Right. But if you are a devout Muslim and you follow the Quran and you follow the Hadith, anybody that has read any of those, Mm -hmm. any part of those knows that it is not a religion of peace. It is a religion of violence. Right. And I'm sorry, but that's a fact. Oh, it is. There are there are places in the Quran and in the Hadith Mm -hmm. where it talks about being nice and being gentle. Right. But they're far and few between. Yeah. So. Well, it turns the, out that, they, you know, American exceptionalism was more of a, well, of now, a big yeah. trigger point when it came, you know, to the students. And, and oh, yeah. Well, in the American exceptionalism part, we are an exceptional company. We are. Company. Country. We are an exceptional mm-hmm. people. This country, that's why over time people have flocked to come to this country because there was something special. Mm-hmm. There was freedom. And freedom for these little snot nosed yeah. to go and to college. This is a prime example of failure of the school mm-hmm. system, failure of parents teaching their kids, hey, this is right and this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> One student was quoted saying, we don't need more nationalism in this country. We need more like health care. One student noted, I think they should focus on America's faults, not like how amazing we are and how we need to be superior because we're not. <laughs> are you freaking yeah. kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's just, yeah, I'm like you. I mean, these, this is what's, you know, wrong with our, these kids mm-hmm. and our generations. All right, and you have a couple of things. I do, and there was one that um, George W. Bush compared 9-11 terrorists to violent extremists at home in his speech. That was kind of interesting. Um, former President Bush on Saturday seemingly compared violent extremists at home to the al-Qaeda terrorists responsible for the n- attack on New York, the Trade Towers, on September the 11th, 2001. The comparison was widely reported as a thinly veiled allusion to those Americans who stormed the U.S. Capitol on January the 6th. And Bush warned of growing evidence that terrorism threats do not only come from abroad. He says, we've seen growing evidence that the dangers to our country can come not only across borders, but from violence that gathers within, uh, within. One thing that he said, uh, I have to, I'm, I'm, 
he's talked about the election. You know, if you don't, you know, you're blaming this all on the election. He said, if you don't like how the election turned out, he said, too bad. He said, this is how election results are disputed in a banana republic, not our democratic republic. First off, first off, we're <laughs> constitutional. Exactly. But a banana we're, republic? Yeah, are you freaking I, kidding me? Oh, he's a rhino as big as big can be mm-hmm. anyways. But he went on to this his speech, and I mean, I, I, I read it, and I was just wanted to poke my eyes out by the time I was done because he's he's a rhino. Yeah. And I just, you know, what he what he said, I think, has just made a mockery. Yes. And if you Even see, though he was, you know, president during that time, but still, he's all in cl- their tailpipes, <laughs> you know, Biden and Obama and Clinton and all that. They're all best buds. They're BFFs. Yeah. Good friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, how about we look at uh, old Joe Biden? Oh, boy. Yeah, here we go. Now, but I, I, I tell you, I think before we... Uh, I think we talk before we talk about old Joe. Let's uh, let's take a short break, and uh, we're going to hear a little bit about communism. Oh, and uh, that will start it off. Yeah, and then we'll come back and talk about talk the dictator. about old Joe, about old dictator Joe. That's right. Sippy cup Joe. Sippy cup. Basement Joe. Decrepit old Joe. What is communism? I've been on the inside of communism. I still have contacts. From this knowledge, I tell you as simply and seriously as I know how. I'm choosing these words deliberately. Communism is a lying, dirty, shrewd, godless, murderous, determined, and it is not an American political party like any other. It's an outlawed organization taking its orders and instructions from another government to do everything possible to destroy our government. It's an international criminal conspiracy. In recognizing a communist, physical appearance counts for nothing. If he openly declares himself to be a communist, we take his word for it. If a person consistently reads and advocates the views expressed in a communist publication, he may be a communist. If a person supports organizations which reflect communist teachings or organizations labeled communist by the Department of Justice, she may be a communist. If a person defends the activities of communist nations while consistently attacking the domestic and foreign policy of the United States, she may be a communist. If a person does all these things over a period of time, he must be a communist. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. And here we are again. Here we are again. Oh, it passed me the ammo. Good song. I enjoy mm-hmm. it so much. Oh, isn't that the truth? Well, we uh, got a little information about, uh, oh, I guess you, well, he's called the president, but he's more like a tyrant. 
uh, especially after uh, his little craziness speech that is very obvious he was reading that is very yeah. obvious somebody else wrote for him which yeah. was probably the 44th president who, <laughs> who shall, shall not, not be named, named. Um, he has gone full authoritarian oh, with his has. illegal unconstitutional tyrannical federal vaccine mandate yep, he has and uh, and you know what my thing is what I feel we should do not comply with these mandates that only a mass civil disobedience will save us from dictator Biden's authoritarianism. No, you're, you're exactly right. You are exactly right. But, you know, and to show you the his double standard. Oh, yeah, I've got you know, that. Yeah. That's that's where we're going to kind of go into uh, first. We're going to go uh, talk about his craziness yeah and uh yeah well if you're uh you know oh joe came out and he said that hey we're gonna mandate mm-hmm. all this stuff as far as the vaccine and we're mm-hmm. we're gonna do that and we're gonna we're doing it to protect americans and to keep people healthy and i don't need to protect myself yeah. for myself so but i we've got a few clips of what he has said <laughs> And uh, I want to we'll play those. Then we're okay. going to comment a little bit on a lot of these. Oh, good. So here, stand by for old Joe. <laughs> this is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. Okay. Now. Freedom. Yeah. First off, let's let's just break this down. It's not about freedom. Hmm. hmm. Uh, yes, it is about freedom. That's right. That. That one set of words that he said right there, I know, made the founding fathers oh, they literally ha- flip over in their grave Absolutely. and go, what did that nitwit that they call a president, that senile old, see, I could call him something really not nice, that senile old man, Back of dirt. what is it that he yeah. just said? Yeah. What do they mean, not about freedom? It is about freedom. And it's not and it about is it. about the personal choice. Yes, it because is. Because that is part of freedom. Now, that's correct. The one thing that you could say I kind of do agree with, he talks about it's about protecting your loved ones and protecting those around you. Now, okay. That is true. But if but. it was fully true, then the hypocrisy that he has a little bit later on with this next little thing that we're going to. Uh, investigate or hear or listen um he talks about he's going to protect all the americans so let's hear that let's hear that little statement here he goes my job as president is to protect all americans really your job as president is how about you step out of the presidency let's just let's let's just break it down he's going his job as president is to protect all americans that's what he just said Mm What did he do in Afghanistan? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. he just stranded several hundred Americans yeah. in Afghanistan. Oh, and then let's go a little bit further. He instructed the State Department to unhook the, the landline yeah. that they were to use to call in order to facilitate mm-hmm. a rescue. All this is to divert everybody's attention. Well, there, well, I can't say that. The, fully, everything but. that happened with nine eleven, mm-hmm. and him going and 
looking like a fool on TV, a senile, incompetent person that he is, gets up there and makes statements. He's hoping that 9-11 is going to make everybody forget about his screw up Mm -hmm. and his complete, utter failure as a commander in chief and the generals that he appointed. Yep. He's hoping that that's going to make everybody forget. Oh, yeah. He's saying his job as president is to protect all Americans. Well, okay. Then step down. If you want to protect all Americans, then you know what we should do? We need to ban cars. Yeah. Because there's a whole lot more people killed in cars every single day. Mm -hmm. Or better yet, why don't we get... I heard this on Glenn Beck. You know the most dangerous appliance in a house oh i heard of yes, a, dishwasher. a dishwasher and i thought how can a dishwasher and it's from people opening it up yeah and getting steam burns or yeah sticking their hand in there and so it has actually been well we need to get rid of dishwashers we i mean let's uh, just let's, well now we've already gotten rid of one because ours is broke that's another i'm one not of, broken well no yeah I, well the mechanical one. Oh, the mechanical yeah, one the one made of metal the one I that mean, squawks is still yeah the one that squawks it, it's still working it's real still well. working it's, really well it's, yeah. it's, 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 I gotta do the dishes again. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just think about that dinner plate that just got broken. <laughs> I know it. I know it. But back to Biden. He's saying he's there to protect all Americans. Whatever. Yeah. I, I just, Absolutely crazy. Yeah. And then he goes even further in his little tyrant speech. This is full blown tyranny. He goes a little bit further, and let's hear this jack leg talk right here. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. Okay. Oh, my Daddy, question, I'm so my sorry. My question to him. Whatever. And I'm sorry, but who in the ever-loving crap does he think he's talking to? First exactly. off. Exactly. We're not children. He is, he is a paid public official. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may hold the highest office, but you know what? I am the one that pays your butt. Yep. Who the hell are you talking to? Exactly. You are not talking to me. You're not talking, and you're not going to talk down to me like that. Right. The simple fact, I served, your father served, Mm -hmm. a whole lot of other people served. Yep. All of those people that served and all of those people that ever swore an oath to the Constitution of the United States, if they go against that Constitution, the oath they took, they are telling, eh, doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. And and so they're just... It's a lie. Exactly. Who does he think he's talking to? Yeah. What's he going to. I love what I heard one of the podcasters say. What's he going to do like uh, Joe Pesci on. Uh, oh, yeah. The, on the, the you know, they're going to bring the gangsters in. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, you're going to you're going to hold me down. You're going to put this vaccine in my arm. You know, you're going to make these mandates. Mm-hmm. Well, if he is there to protect all Americans and he is there to help everybody and he is there to do this and he is there saying, you know, by golly, it's mm-hmm. got to be mandated. You're going to have to get a shot. Okay. Well, let's break this down. You said all 
Now, last time I checked, the word all means just that, all. all. It's everybody. everybody. It is every single person, period. Peri- yeah, that's and, right. And no for, exceptions. It, no exceptions. All federal. Everybody. Employee. Everybody. 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 Oh, wait. Unless you work at the White House or yep. unless you're a member of Congress or unless you're one of their secretaries or unless you're with the U.S. Postal that's Service. right. That provided... Mm, mm. I believe a whole lot of uh, mail that got uh, mail-in <gasps> ballots. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. I'll let you guys decide. But, you know, the Postal Service doesn't have to comply, even though it's part of the federal mm-hmm. mandate, federal employees, because yeah. he said all federal employees. Now, if you're a member of the military and you tell them, you know, no. I, I don't want to take the shot. Well, guess what? You're going to be court-martialed. If you get court-martialed, you're going to get a dishonorable discharge. That's right. If you get dishonorable discharge and you were at that area of being able to retire, well, guess what? Sorry, you're not going to get anything. That's Bye. right. Yeah. So it's his whole. I you, know, you scratch my back, I'll I, scratch but yours. But I guess if you were, if you're in the military, and let's say you're National Guard and you work for the post office, hmm, wonder if you're going to have to get the shot. That's right. I'd say probably not. Probably not. I'll be darned. Yeah. I'll be darned because I know a couple of people mm-hmm. that are in the reserves and they are also in the post office. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I'll have to ask them that question. I'd be going. Yeah. Members of Congress, yeah. their staffs and anyone who works in Congress will be reportedly exempt from this mandate. So if they're exempt from it, uh, all, uh, all must not mean everybody. Anymore. No, nope. And OSHA, uh, he contacted OSHA and they're actually rewriting their rules to um, conform to his tyrannical garbage. And, but I, what I had found kind of interesting, and um, Pelosi was quoted in April saying this, we cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. It is a matter of privacy to know who is or who isn't. I can't go to the capital physician and say, give me the names of people who aren't vaccinated so I can go encourage them to make it known to others to encourage them to be vaccinated. So we can't, we can't do that. No. That's what Nancy Pelosi was quoted in saying in April. Oh, well, and you if know, you look it up, you'll see it. We're hurt coming out of her own mouth. Oh, so sippy cup Joe. Mm-hmm. Oh, sippy cup Joe. I, you know, I've got a little another recording of of his of what he said. Oh, and this was back when he was the president elect. Oh, my God. Where he supposedly beat Donald Trump. But now on the part of this Fraud. recording, um, the very first part of it is kind of hard to hear. But what the gentleman is asking, mm-hmm. is he's asking about mandates for vaccines. So I'm. Um, it's just, you okay. have to listen real hard, but just here it is. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory. Mm. So can you say big fat liar, liar, pants on fire? Mm, yeah, well, it, a tyrant is going to, you know, it's like, well, well let's see. Today, thing. we're not going to do this, but... Uh, uh, tomorrow, all of my subjects mm-hmm. will have to obey what I just changed my mind about. Yep. So he said that he's not going to mandate vaccines. Mm-hmm. He's not going to mandate mandate masks. Mm, I believe he's done both of them now. Yep. Um, so not only is he a demented old fool, he's also a liar. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But, you know, it's just, it's terrible because the... 
the mandate is, like you said, for all. And that's military, which their numbers are more than four million, but not to those who work in the Congress or federal court systems. That (coughs) is just hypocrisy. Yeah, to the nth degree. I mean, it it really is. Exactly. And to me, that's... You know, they're just like I said earlier. There just needs to be a civil disobedience that we need to um, rebel against. You know, we just need to rebel. You know, um, there's other words I would like to choose and say, but I'm not going to say it. Mm. But um, we just we do. We really need to stand our well, ground. Well, it's it's time. It's time to do that something. People have to start standing up. Right, and that is. It's it's not at that point yet, but it's not far from it no. of where people are going to have to start doing more than just call their Congress and their right. senators. You know, for instance, you may very well need to get out and run for an election. Mm-hmm. Do something like that. You know, I yeah. pray it doesn't ever become basically civil war. Civil war. Right. I pray it doesn't come to that. Yeah, we've talked about but that. But if if. You have these people continuing to remove freedoms, continuing Mm -hmm. to mandate. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. The American public is only going to get pushed so far. And when they finally hit that tipping point, you're going to see American patriots go, no, line in the sands right here. You cross it. Well, let's see what happens. That's right. And, you know, and the bad thing is there's going to be a lot of people hurt. There's going to be a lot of people killed. There'll be just a lot of bloodshed. There will be. You know, there's a song that this play, this place called USA by Creed Fisher. Mm-hmm. I've listened to the song so many times and I've heard the words and heard the words, but something stuck out in my mind. Was it, it was today. And it says, we don't need people riding the fence. You're either riding with us or you're riding with them. Make up your mind which side you're going to stand. Yeah. And, and, and that's, it's just like I told my mother the other day. There are only two types. There are patriots mm-hmm. and there are communists. Mm-hmm. That's the only two things that are out there. People riding the fence, you can't ride the fence anymore. No, you, you got to decide, are you going to be on the side of the patriots or are you going to be on the side of the communist? Pick one. That's right. Absolutely. Most well, definitely. we have, um, you have a couple of other things I, that you were wanting I do. to. I wanted to talk a little bit about the COVID vaccine. We, You know how I feel about that anyways. Mm-hmm. And um, Dr. Lee Merritt, Merritt. I, we had listened to her the other the other day on Charlie Kirk's show, which I want to, want you to put that on the show notes so that people can listen to it, because I thought that was very, very, very informative. And, you know, a lot of stuff that she had she talked is about. A, she is a. Oh, she is. She had a nine phenomenal. years in the Navy. Navy. Uh, she was also as a spinal doctor. Mm-hmm. She. She's got a lot of she's high credentials. She's got a credentials. lot of high credentials. She does. And she's not talking from ignorance. It's stuff that she right. has literally taken and researched and then compared that to the data that is out there and is like, well, that's accurate. or mm-hmm. No, that's not accurate. This is the actual. St- right. But it, it's very informative. And she goes everything from the breakdown of the vaccine mm-hmm. and a lot of the things that are in it, along yes. with hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, and how those drugs have shown promise. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And something we had found out this week uh, was the ivermectin. Uh, our yes. local, we know someone that's in the uh, medical field, and she had told us that... Well, it all started if, because we have a good friend that came down with COVID. Right. And we had suggested maybe the doctor could give them ivermectin. Right. But so 
long story short, we found out that if a doctor is going to prescribe you ivermectin for COVID, the pharmacy, by law of the federal government right now, they are not allowed to dispense the ivermectin for COVID reasons. They can dispense it for paras- parasitic infestation, right, but, but not... And now, see, that's just... And they were also having a hard time dispensing the hydroxychloroquine. Right. So, you know, now that's going to be a little different state by state. We mm-hmm. have King Andy in our state, and King yeah. Andy has put a squelch on yeah. hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. You can still get it, but it is hard to get. Well, now, uh, even ivermectin is hard to get because we have, you know, there's with, cat- our, cattle with our cattle operation. I went on Tractor Supply the other day, and they the certain brand of ivermectin you can no longer get. It says it's not available. And the other ones, you can get it, but it's it, there's just all kinds of strings attached to yeah. that one. So it's and just... Ivermectin is ivermectin. It doesn't matter where it came from. Exactly. I mean, well, it does matter what it's in. Right. But the dosage is a lot different with animals than it is for humans. Correct. So, you know, that's... It, it's not recommended for you to take animal ivermectin it's just not it's not being prescribed yeah. from a human physician right uh, it's great if you want to deworm your horses or you want to deworm your sheep you want to deworm mm-hmm. hogs you want to deworm cattle you know that's what the animal ivermectin is legally meant for correct we do know people that have taken the animal yeah. ivermectin and are doing very well with it yeah. uh, i know people that have taken animal ivermectin because they got the correct dosage mm-hmm. where it's the dosage that is the exact same thing that would be the human dosage. Right. They have used it and it has made the COVID, you know, it, it's didn't make it completely go away, mm-hmm. but it greatly decreased the symptoms. Correct. That they were having. So to me, you know, this all boils down to big pharma collecting billions and billions and billions off of people and our government um, having control, mm-hmm. you know, limiting. To me, that's just their murder. You, know, you might as well just, you're not giving people the proper care that they need to get over this mess. Instead, you want to jab them with this <coughs> horrible, horrible vaccine. But one of the ingredients I found out, squalene, is uh, in the COVID-19. It's not listed in there. It's one of the MF-59. Mm-hmm. That's chemicals, the, but that that is squalene for the people that don't know. During the Gulf War, mm-hmm. they found out that squalene was the ingredient that caused the Gulf War syndrome. It Correct. was like one of the it was anthrax, mixed with the anthrax, and mm-hmm. it was one particular batch of anthrax. They found out that batch is what has caused Gulf War syndrome, mm-hmm. and yeah. the squalene was not used ever again until. 2017, well, when now, they stuck it in a flu virus. Squalene is a vaccine. Fat, I mean, a fat molecule, and it's harvested from the oil of a shark lip of the shark liver. And the squalene is used. It is used in flu vaccines. It's to help aid, um, to define as the substance that acts to accelerate the prolonged or enhanced antigen specific immune responses. Right. It, it's to make the immune system, it basically hyperactivates right. the immune system. So right. that it helps create a stronger immune response right. in people receiving the vaccine, but it's not safe. You know, it's, it's, it's not. And I just, I don't, 
care what they say. It's you know, but they use vaccines adjuvants to go along with in the vaccines to help you know give it the enhance and, and it does it prolongs the immune system and the response, but they're not you know they're not effective and they're not safe as much as they claim that they are. Mm-hmm. You know, in certain populations, the people who have com- comprised immune systems, you know, that's not. Comprised, you mean compromised? Com- compromised, yeah. Compromised. You get, oh, my you word. Got your, you got your words tied up there. I did. That's something Must I Must be did. the COVID. It, I guess. There's old age. I think I'll just go with old age. <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh. see. I can say that about myself, not you. Well, then talking about the vaccine, the uh, old, uh, old Biden... Uh, basically saying that uh, they're lying. The data shows that the we're, it's not a pandemic of the unvaccinated, this spike mm. that we've had, that it is actually a pandemic of the vaccinated. Uh, they, they're blaming the unvaccinated, but with the Delta variant or with the new Mu variant or the new one that's supposed to be the deja vu, whatever variant, <laughs> I can't even begin to pronounce that one. Uh, but the Biden-Harris regime, uh, well, they just they cannot get around the numbers unless they do a lot of big-time gaslighting. They're just going down the alphabet. Yeah, but the the data is crystal clear and leads to one or two possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, best case is the so-called uh, COVID-19 vaccines are effective. But the data is seeming to point in a far worse direction. Uh, Based on the Labor Day numbers, the conclusion was that the vaccines are helping to actually spread COVID-19. Data reported by MSN that comes from the CDC source, uh, the U.S. recorded four times as many COVID-19 cases in the the run-up to the Labor Day weekend than in the same period last year. On Sunday, the average new daily cases was 163,728 compared to the exact same time last year mm-hmm. of 41,488. Yeah. So, you know, it's if 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 the if if the Biden-Harris regime if they're wanting to say, you know, that it's the unvaccinated uh and the Delta variant uh then this part makes no sense. Last year at this time there were zero Americans that were vaccinated. Mm-hmm. If the vaccines worked with three quarters of the eligible Americans currently mm-hmm. having taken at least one shot, there is no mathematical way right. that the unvaccinated mm-hmm. are the cause. Mm-hmm. It is the vaccinated. Right. That is spreading this. Exactly. You know, and this whole vaccine failure thing, of course, it's not a vaccine, but Fauci had come out to say booster shots are going to be needed um, every five to eight months. And Gibraltar has had a 99% vaccination rate since June 1st. The consequences has been a 2,500% daily increase in COVID cases. The, as the vaccine is useless, why the push for the mandatory vaccine, vaccination and passports? It makes absolutely no sense at all. Two reasons for the COVID infections. 
One is the mRNA vaccine, which spreads COVID. The other is the refusal of the Western medical establishment to prevent and treat COVID with hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. In the outbreak of the new cases in the most vaccinated countries, Israel had 84%, Iceland had 95%, Gibraltar had 99%. That has made it completely clear that the mRNA vaccines do not protect against COVID. Yep. And Israel, I think, said that they're even having considering coming out with a fourth booster shot. So it doesn't surprise me. So this is just going to keep going and going and going. Yeah. So I, I, that's just, you know, I, I, it's unacceptable. Just unacceptable. Now, one of the things really, I believe, is going to be probably our last story. Or you may have one more. No, I think that's it. Is it it? But, that is it. And it was the about the gain of function. Um, You know, we had uh, old Fauci. Said that he had not lied, oh, hadn't please. lied. You know, I'm not lying. I have never lied. The NIH is not. Well, there's been uh, there's been uh, approximately 900 pages of documents that prove mm-hmm. that uh, Fauci did lie. Yes, uh, that I was the so money about that. did go mm-hmm. to gain a function that it did. So, you know, how is our government going to respond to that? They're not. No, they're not. They will, um, because of the Biden regime, they're going to sit on their thumbs yeah. and do nothing. They stand by Fauci. Regardless as to who it is that tries mm-hmm. to bring Fauci to light and make him, right. quite honestly, pay for everything that he has done, everything that he has said. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, you if you want to narrow it down, that man is responsible for the deaths of COVID. Oh, Absolutely. One hundred percent. Now, yeah. the scientists still did the gain of function, but this guy is the one that funded mm-hmm. it. He allocated the money to go to these places for this to be done, and, and then he bold faced lied yeah. to Congress. Now, okay, he should be in jail at the bare minimum for that. Mm, well, really, if you want to think about it, it's almost uh, you could probably make it stick that it was mm-hmm. actually treasonous what he has done. So in that case, well, let's just do exactly what a military tribunal would do, is allowed to do, and also what is in the Constitution of what you can do. And there's no reason for them to experiment and do what they've done, because if you don't mess with it, leave it alone, do nothing. They've taken these viruses. It's not going to interact with humans. That cannot interact with humans. And manipulate it. And manipulate it to where it can infect humans. And for I it's, it's beyond yeah. me how they can say, well, this is a good thing. In in what universe is it a right. good thing for you to take a virus Unless, that cannot infect humans and you're going to manipulate it so it can, and yeah. then you do it in a bio lab that is not a level four. Correct. It is a level two and a half. Yeah. And, you know, somebody gets sick, they go out, and there's... Really, quite honestly, no one that can tell me that yeah. it was not released purposely. Oh, it's a uh, biological weapon. So, but the one thing that uh, we hope everybody got from this mm-hmm. is that Fauci's a liar. <laughs> that, and we just need to stand up. And we it, need. We just <laughs> need to really. 
it's time it's, for it's time. It, it is time for people to start making a stand. Right. Period. I'm not saying or saying a call to arms. No. Oh gosh, no. But no. I am saying it's time for people to stand up. Yeah. And do more than just be that rock in the hubcap. Right. So it's time for action. It is. It's it's time for action. It's time for yeah. uh, the U.S. public to stand up and and start. Exactly. We're not going to stand for these mandates. Exactly. Shove it. But the one way we like to basically end all podcasts mm-hmm. is you're saying that you normally yeah, say. Yeah, you are not voiceless and you are not powerless. So remember. God bless that, America. Well, uh, no, let me say my thing. I mean, gee whiz. You I don't know. You've been talking all night long. Well, no bag of wind. Yeah, but this bag of wind hadn't been coughing hardly at all. I know, and I'm very proud of you. I hope everybody noticed that. And the thing that I always say is be that rock in the hubcap that makes that perpetual noise that somebody finally goes, what is that noise? Correct. Until they hear what you say. Mm -hmm. Stand up. Let your voice be heard. Make your points heard. Yep. And never give up. It's about doing the right thing. Exactly. About doing the right thing. And with that, we want to tell everybody, we hope you have a fantastic week. God bless each and every one of you. We hope and pray that you stay healthy. You stay away from the COVID because trust me when I tell you, you don't want to take a COVID vacation because it really is not not fun. fun. But if you do get it, get your doctor to prescribe you hydroxychloroquine. Get your doctor to prescribe you ivermectin. You may have a hard time finding it, but maybe the doc's got some hidden in his cupboard somewhere. Yeah. But anyway. God bless America. God bless America. Everybody have a fantastic week. Most definitely. And thank you for listening. Yes, absolutely. The world will know that free men stood against a tyrant, that few stood against many. And before this battle was over, that even a god king can bleed. Company always on the run, a destiny. Oh, it's the rising sun.